Thank you for listening to the Starburns Audio Podcast Network. We have so many great comedy shows to add to your playlist. Just last week on Starburns Audio, on New Player Has Joined, Keith and Jesse talked to Dr. Christopher Hale about getting involved with the Sister District Project. They also discuss fascism and gaming and Echo the Dolphin. On The Boogie Monster, Dave Stone and Kyle Kinane talk about exploration and treasure hunting, the protests, and redefining policing. On Office Hours Live, Tim Heidecker, DJ Doug Pound, and Vic Berger are joined by Thundercat and Z from Black Socialists in America. Listen to this episode to find out how you can help Office Hours raise funds for the Black Lives Matter Global Fund. Search Starburns Audio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast platform for a full list of our shows. Featuring hosts like Monet Exchange, Bob the Drag Queen, and Amanda Seals. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Starburns Audio. Enjoy the show. And remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and keep laughing. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of Steve Agee. Uh, my guest this week is my good friend, Joe Latruglio, or Latrulio, depending on how you prefer to pronounce it. Apparently, either way is right. We talk about that. We talk about fake dicks. We talk about the state. We talk about uh, kissing on screen. We talk about a lot of shit. That's really great. Um, we answer some questions, and um, I'm not going to blab about it much longer. Let's hop right into it. Uh, so without further ado, let's listen to myself and Joe Latruglio on Steve Agee. Uh, hi, Joe. Hi, Steve. This is, you're actually my first, I guess, repeat guest for the new podcast. It's the same podcast. But kind of 2.0. Yeah, because I stopped doing them because everyone has a podcast. Right. And uh, I didn't want to pay. I've talked yeah. about this on every podcast, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> but you are the first person back. I love it. On the new podcast. And the new thing about the podcast now is that you do that. We're naked. They don't know that, but we we're are naked. And new, um, which is great. And uh, yeah, Joe is on an episode earlier, an early episode of my podcast. And I think you were the first. Was that maybe the first that one that we did? Not my night? first podcast, but you were the first guest that I had on my podcast. I love that. It was you and your girlfriend, Beth Dover. Yeah. And you guys were both really drunk. Yes, we were, <laughs> among other things. <laughs> maybe a little high. Um, but it, uh, yeah, here's the backstory is I used to live in Ken Marino's basement. Right. Ken Marino from the state, Party Down, Children's Hospital. Uh, who you've known for decades, for decades now. now. You were in the state together. Yeah. And um, I think that night you were over to see Ken. Prob probably, yeah. But you guys were drunk. And I and they wanted to go to bed. I think yeah. uh, 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 Ken and his wife, uh, Erica Oyama, wanted to go to bed. And I think we were not ready for bed. And I think we or were ready to drive. Or ready to drive. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more accurate, yeah. So your podcast actually saves uh, lives. <laughs> As well, <laughs> anybody who's drunk who uh, can't drive uh, and just needs to blow off some time, uh, go to me. the basement where maybe there's someone living. Hit me and up, <laughs> and uh, I'll save your life by podcasting you. Um, yeah, so you're my first guest back. Well, I'll um, say first of all, I'm very happy to be back, mm -hmm. uh, and second of all. Mm -hmm. Here's a fun story about Camarino. Can I tell you a fun story about Camarino? Yes, absolutely. I don't think I've told this one. Uh, and I, I was just talking about it because we all went out to dinner. And the first time I met Ken Marino mm -hmm. was after, um, at NYU back in 1988 when what would eventually be called the state was meeting. At the time, we were called the new group. And it was the first meeting where we were seeing and meeting all the people that had auditioned and made the group. And I was eating an apple. And I finished the apple, and Ken, being the generous mensch that he was, said, do you, do you need a garbage can? And he went and grabbed a garbage can and brought it over to me to throw my apple core out. That was my first impression of Ken Marino, uh, who, if you haven't met him, is an incredibly 
nice he's a very nice man very nice and yeah. i i honestly thought you were gonna say he took the apple core in just into his bare hand and carried it to because ken also is not disgusted by anything no like, no he'll deal with feces oh he loves uh you know uh, some some uh, he, feces humor fart humor uh and one gag he has is literally a gag where he would just uh, he doesn't do it so much anymore, but in the beginning, he would just, he would just take a garbage can or not and just go. I'm going to start gagging right now watching you do this. And do it like for a good 45 seconds. Like, uh, really get into it. I thought I loved it. My uh, mouth has got that like pre-puke mouth watering going right now because I let us sit it look on stomach bubble here. Wait, make that face again. And I'll yeah, okay. uh tweet that wait actually you know i'll do a twit video because i never Sweet. do videos but i'm using my fish eye lens which i just bought so i'm using it um old uh late 80s ken marino gag <laughs> that would go on for a while i'm gonna put that i'm gonna tweet this just him gagging and say this is a preview of Joe Latruglio's episode of Steve Agee. Uh, that is just my mouth is completely watering like I want to fucking puke. That is so fucking disgusting. Good stuff, right? It really moves you. It's visceral. It really gets really gets to you. Yeah. Whenever I would have like pr toilet problems or stuff that when I lived downstairs, it'd be like yeah, it's kind of gross. The toilet. He'd just be down there oh. like. He didn't care. Like he doesn't. I guess his dad his was. Dad worked septic tanks. Uh, septic. Yeah, he drained septic tanks back in, on oh. the island, on Strong Island. Richie. Uh, yeah. So you said people auditioned for the state. I figured yeah. that you guys just already all knew each other. No, we all. It's kind of a for those that know the history. It's covered territory, but it, we, there was a group called the Sterile Yak at NYU, and they were going to add members and they had so many people want to join this sketch group that Todd Hodelbeck who was in <coughs> the Stoyak and David Wayne um, although he joined the state later uh, opened auditions so uh, a bunch of us auditioned uh, and w I, I wish I could remember what I did who were the people that were already involved that were having the audition who who was well the the ones that are remained members of the state really at that time were yeah. only uh, myself uh, Carrie Kenny uh, Michael Black, Michael Showalter, Ken Marino, um, because then I'm doing this on my fingers. So just that's to five say, out of that's the five. eleven. Yeah, it's because 11. then uh, Tom uh, Lennon uh, and, and Ben Grant also was uh, a sixth original, and then later uh, Kevin Allison, Tom Grant, uh, Tom Lennon, Mike and Jan. Mike Chan, and um, oh my God, this is ter this is terrible. <gasps> da and David Wayne, David, David Wayne. Wayne. Uh, and Todd was in the original, uh, so that seven original there. So, and what was the auditions like? Now I'm, I'm trying to remember. What were the auditions? I, I, I think they consisted of a monologue, and a and some improv, some improv games. Okay. Now the monologue, I, I I'm trying to think what I would have done, and I don't know if I did this, but the only monologue that I remember having at that point, just arriving at NYU, <laughs> was a monologue that I did at. At the Coconut Creek High School down in Florida, where I'm from, at the state drama competitions. <laughs> so you and did a dramatic monologue I for did, a sketch I think, group. I think, <laughs> I think I did because, well, there were two. There was, yeah. I, I know the one I did was probably uh, from Sega Night Gracie, which is more comedic. But the other one, which I hope I did, which is funnier, uh, was a dramatic monologue. <laughs> and it was. William Hurt's monologue <laughs> from Children of a Lesser God, complete with uh, sign language. What? That, yeah, complete with like very, the actual sign language. The actual sign language that I learned, but the acting. I thought the power of the monologue was <laughs> how hard I hit my hands for the for the sign signals. Yeah. So like, if you talk to me, and I would just keep hitting my hand and doing the curly cue in front of my mouth with two fingers to speak. You have to speak because yeah. you're yelling at Marley Matten to speak. And so uh, it was a lot of like and hitting like. Like big, 
exciting emotion with just like hard gestures. See, I would have been laughing because I would have figured you were joking. I, yeah, well, I wasn't at the time. I hope inside Todd Hollebeck and uh, I don't know who else was running the auditions uh, were laughing because it was laugh-worthy for sure. Speaking of auditions, last week, and this has been haunting me for a week, last week I had an audition for a show and it was a pretty big part and I had like a few pages of lines to go to to you know audition with and the phrase there was a phrase that kept coming up in the in the lines that I had uh that was surveillance video okay the night before I'd gone over it a million times I had it down <laughs> pat I was so ready for this audition and I went into the audition yeah and uh sorry a coffee burp and I didn't know go, when I got there that it was for producers. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was just like on tape, first audition, like right. no sweat at all. Right. But I get there and like all the producers are in the room, and uh, which threw me off a little bit. But I somehow, as soon as I started, I had a brain fart and I couldn't pronounce surveillance. <laughs> what did you say? I kept saying surveillance. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> the entire audition, I kept going, <clears throat> have you guys had a chance to look at that surveillance video? <clears throat> I mean, sorry. Have you guys uh, had a chance to look at that surveillance? Oh, my God. Surveillance. <laughs> have you guys looked at the surveillance? Surveillance. Sur and so I realized that I wasn't going to get past that, so I just kept going. And at first, like, the looks on the producer's faces were just like, ugh, this guy is fucking horrible. And it kept going on so long that by the end, they were, like, in tears laughing, but, like, not laughing with me. They were, right, like, right. laughing in that suppressed laughter where they're, yeah. like, yeah. like, they didn't want to make my feelings hurt, but they're, like, yeah. as I kept going, snort laughs. You guys need to look at this surveillance video. And then... Of course, and then as soon as I finished, I was like, "Thank you," and I I left. I didn't apologize. I was just like, "Oh, that I felt like my first audition in my life." Oh man, that's the worst. And I went and got in my car, and like immediately it was like surveillance video, surveillance video, surveillance video. Like and it was I fine. Say it. It's fine. Yeah. It's my mind latched on to that mistake. That's the worst. You have a brain fart. That that happens to me with pronunciation a lot, actually, and. uh I, I run into the same problems sometimes, and I think it's from my parents uh, were just in town, and my dad, who is an amazing guy, a really funny guy, and a nice guy, um, I noticed he would, instead of saying comfortable... He would say comfortable. Com 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 you'd be like more mine, com comfortable. Com yeah, like you'd, you'd be more comfortable. Com com comfortable. And I was, you know, and that, not that word, but that habit bleeds into some, some words that I say. Uh, really? I mean, I'm, none come to mind, but maybe during say, this interview. Do you say milk or milk? I say milk. Milk. I say milk. Milk. I, I say syrup. I, I honestly don't roof. know. I don't know how I say milk because whenever I bring it up, like, oh, do you say, like, I say it correctly because I'm aware of it. Right. But I think right. I say milk. You say milk. milk. Cookies and milk. Cookies and milk. <laughs> Sarah, I remember Sarah always had a problem with that because people would say. With milk? People saying milk. She'd oh, be like, okay. what's milk? And it's like, really? Come on. You know what I'm fucking trying to say. She's like, no, really? Really? What's milk, Steve? I oh, that it. white stuff that's milk? Milk. Milk. I drank milk. a lot. Of, did you drink a lot of milk as a kid? As drink, a kid, yeah. yeah. I, honestly, I can't stand it now. I, as I, a drink. As a drink. Yeah as, yeah, as a kid, I mean, well into my high school years, I would drink tall glasses of whole milk loved it just would, by itself yeah oh, and not that only that i would have like i remember having glasses tall glasses of milk with like spaghetti with like pasta. oh what the f not a lie i, I know, know what, why, what, the, what the f weird. right well because it's just like it's like cream and it's sauce milk is like a lube you yeah. know what i mean like it, yeah it makes a film over your, it's fucking disgusting yeah. i can only drink milk <laughs> Uh, with like cookies or like something to dip it in. I used to love having milk with uh, like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. The best. I still like the that. best. You but don't like I, that anymore. I not really. Mm -hmm. I could never. I, I've never been like the type of person though that would just get home from school, 
open the fridge and pour a glass of milk I literally was a bad magazine ad of Got Milk like I would just do that I'd get home from school after swim practice have a tall (laughs) glass of milk it was ridiculous swim practice you know what I think of when you (laughs) you were on the swim you went to high school with I went to high school with Bobby Cannavale who's uh, still a very close friend from uh, Boardwalk Empire and the station Station agent yes uh, Emmy award winning Will and Grace yeah uh, yeah, I met Bobby at Ken's house. Uh-huh. Here's another backstory. I woke up one morning. I lived in in Ken's basement for probably four four years. Uh huh. And I remember one day, I'd only been living there like a year, and there was a knock on my door, and I opened it, and it was you and Ken, and you guys were like, "Hey, can we borrow your truck?" I'm like, uh, "Yeah, why?" You're like. We need to pick up some lumber. We're going to build a karaoke room in my house. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, first of all, yeah, you can borrow my truck. Second of all, there's no way you're building a karaoke room upstairs. And you guys built a karaoke room in a day. In a, in a day. Now, there's, there's some, there's some details that, that need to be, uh, uh, disclosed here. We went to Home Depot. And, uh, ran into a guy, you know, they're oh, there. That's right. that's right. Who, uh, who had a van of stuff and was, uh, uh, was Caucasian, by the way. Yeah. And, and we were explaining what we were going to do. And he's like, well, I could help. So we're like, great. And wait, how do you, but how did you meet him? How did that well, conversation come? Well, out? we were going inside and he literally had a van with the back door open full of like oh, tools. I like, kind of ready to rent out or, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And Ken just went up to him explaining what he was going to do and had a question specific to the construction. He wasn't going to hire him. He's like, listen, if I want to build a karaoke room, what, how would I go about? And I got to, not a room, a, but like, karaoke, specifically a karaoke, karaoke room. You know, this includes, you know, soundproofing and whatnot. And, the deeper they got into the conversation, the guy was like, you know, I could I could help you, you know, build the frame and everything. We're like, great. So we thought like he would really do most of it, but what he did, and I'm glad he did this, is really was the foreman. It's like, all right, now you lay that, now drill that, all right, drill that. That's funny. He did a couple of things, but we essentially built it yeah. with over uh, under his uh, direction, and basically in a day, in like a day. The, the bulk of it you did in a day. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe eight hours. And I was expecting a big room, and this is like, <laughs> it's small. It's small. Well, it's the name of the room. Is nine tight. Is nine tight. And that's exactly how many because people Because you can fit, fit nine, nine. It's tight. And that's that's the max. Yeah. Nine people. Seven's perfect. Eight's comfortable. Four's Nine's perfect. Four, four is perfect. <laughs> Actually, seven right. is yeah, still seven you're is, bumping knees with right. people in that Four shit. is perfect. That's right. Um. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, right. I that's when I met Bobby. Was oh was, during around that time? It was you guys were doing karaoke upstairs, and Ken, oh, okay. Ken invited me up to do karaoke. <laughs> right. And by the way, you got to picture this. This is like you know, at any given time, five or six adults sitting in a room the size of a walk-in closet. Yep. You know, knees banging up against each other, looking yep. at a little TV monitor, singing their guts out. Like yeah. Like it matter, oh. like it's the most important. Like you and it, Ken are the most serious karaokeers. We do karaokeists, karaokeists that I've ever met. We do not mess around. It's about commitment. It's about um, uh, uh, un- unloading and unleashing. Whatever yeah. is going on that day is all out the door. Comes yeah. out in a song. <laughs> You know, it depends on your mood. What's your go-to? You really, you have. There's a couple. You, I have is a it couple. Billy Joel. Billy Joel is is his library is usually my go-to because uh, and you're really fucking good at it. I'm well. I, I'm in the same register. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, you know, she's got a way, and only you can al- almost hear it in your speaking voice. The the same register. When I was doing Shea. Um, you know, it was a big, big old <laughs> concert. Shay. and uh, we wanted to get that Paul come. Come down. He came in. He came by. This is terrible, Billy Joe. No, but nothing. your speaking voice is the same register as like you same. can hear it. Yeah, she's got a way. That's it. I'm just. I'll tease. <laughs> I'll tease that. I'll tease that. We love it. Uh, and uh, you know, Ken and I are not the only one. Uh, our friend Paul Rudd, Bobby Cannavale. Yeah. We are uh, serious uh, karaokeers. And also, like. It you know it's kind of a a great thing to have people over and sing karaoke there and everything, but also 
I know for a fact that Ken goes in there by himself a I lot. I would. A lot and sings by himself. It is, the, for the people that don't <laughs> like karaoke, which I get, like, you know, I didn't like it as much. It's therapy. It's, it's yeah. the kind of therapy that you can only imagine. Uh, and I, you know, uh, Beth and I one time, uh, were in an argument. We were driving and, you know, kind of a petty, it wasn't that big of an argument, but it was an argument. And we pulled off, we found a karaoke room and, and started singing. Oh Just my God. I mean, it's completely. That is ridiculous. Gay. But it's, <laughs> but, but we did it. And, uh, whatever works. It, whatever works, man. No, but I've been over at Ken's house when he's had people over, and like he'll just be gone. He will be gone by himself <laughs> in the middle of a party. Like yeah, a, yeah, like, like you know, or a hang, like not a party, Thanksgiving, but like, right. like has people over, and then like all of a sudden, where's like, Ken? Where's, the yams are burning. Where's Ken? And then he'll come upstairs, like oh, I just popped in the karaoke room and was singing by myself, <laughs> by my fucking self, <laughs> and he was singing on my own, on the, my from own. the <laughs> That but may any, anyway, what I keep trying to get at but keep getting derailed is that Bobby was over at Ken's and you guys were singing and Ken invited me up and that's when I met Bobby. But um, one or both of you decided to sing U2's... Unforgettable Fire. Unforgettable Fire. Yes. And then you started talking about how you guys used to listen to this to get amped up for... That's right. <laughs> for swim meets. That's exactly right. So for swim meets... I would listen to the whole album of U2, Unforgettable Fire, on the bus, in my maroon and gold, one-piece, <laughs> swim, sweat, <laughs> headphones, the big ones, you know, with the foam, kind of foamy, like, you know, they weren't oh, earbuds, Jesus. and like, kind of looking out, you know, the school bus window as we went yeah, to Terravella High. The countryside going, the country, wait, where, what part of the We were in uh, Margate, Florida, which is near Fort Lauderdale, and arrived. He's from Florida, too? He's from New Jersey, but moved down to Florida when he was 15. Oh, I didn't know. So that. around high school, that's when I met him. And, uh, and so, yeah, so we were on our way to like Coral Springs High or Terravella, one of these schools, and I was just, you know, unforgettable. That or, oh, Red Riders Lunatic Fringe also was, yeah. it might have been looped. That makes a little bit more sense, but unforgettable fire, man. But you guys were Ooh. singing that with such passion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so later I made a video. That's right. It was hilarious. <laughs> I, <laughs> I made a video to Unforgettable Fire where I just went online and I Google searched, you, you know, you swim. Got, can you post that? So you can, I'll post you still it. have it? You should post it. I'll post it. it. I, uh, I, uh, I, po I made a video that was all just still photos of, like, swim meat. Like... <laughs> People in, in speedos and swim meets and, and all this shit and like mix in with photos that I would find online of you and Bobby. Oh, and man. then at the I, end, I tagged it vote no, vote no on prop eight because this was like <laughs> four years ago. That's right. That's right. It was a great tag. I just recently, Bobby and I saw Bobby who was working in uh, San Francisco a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And our other swim team relay uh, guy, guy named Eric, lives uh, outside of Portland. He flew down. No to meet us and so we had three of the four and he had um like this the the team photo from ni 1986 no um and i gotta tell you something i w was in the best shape of my life i had i had a six pack yeah man. i've seen the photo it you was have... ridiculous yeah like it's g well gone but you're like I a was, teenager that's like I, yeah i was a usually when you're that age you're, you're skinny <laughs> But you're not like chiseled. It looked like, like it was on. You look like a like, little, like a man that was just like, yeah. why is he swimming with these kids? <laughs> I mean, you didn't look like a man, but you no, had like no, a, I got, a adult yeah, like, body. Right. <laughs> it was like a Mr. Potato Head or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god! Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I, I keep talking about the state, but I think it's amazing. One thing that, I, that I've noticed that I think is amazing is how much you guys still work with each other. And like, because if you compare the state to any other like sketch show, like yeah. Upright Citizens or Mr. Show or Kids in the Hall, you know, SC, like any of right. those shows that were all great. I yeah. love all of them. I was really amazing. into sketch comedy and... um but you, uh, out of all those groups, you guys, like the core group of you, still 
to this day, so that, 20 years later, yeah. like work together a it's lot. It's incredible. I, I love it. I, I love it. it. It's just, you know, the comfort zone that, that you know, you don't want to leave. And, you know, for me, they've always uh, inspired me. All those guys were so amazing yeah. that, like, it just made sense to keep wanting to learn from them and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because you're always like, true. why don't. You know, why don't the, you know, uh, Mr. Show guys all still work? I mean, sometimes Bob and right. David still work together, but, but like, like as right. a group, like you guys, yeah. I mean, you did Reno 911 together, right. the movie Stella together, and, Stella, and, like, yeah. It's, it's awesome. I love it. I hope it continues. It's almost like, uh, like a band of brothers thing. Like you guys experienced this war scenario we, like 20 years ago that <laughs> only you guys really know about. We did. It was called MTV. And we, <laughs> we, we were down in the trenches. It's called Viacom. It's called Viacom. Yeah, we, uh, uh, I forgot. Uh, oh, yeah, MTV trenches. Yeah, we were just young and heads were gigantic. Um, and then that, of course, leads me to um, Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. You know what? Actually, let's. This was funny because I, I told Joe when we got here, I was like, you know, I tweeted, I tweeted for my followers to, you know, tweet me questions for Joe Latruglio. And, um, I told, as soon as I told you that, you're like, let me guess. And we're gonna, yes. I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna pull up my Twitter account. Twit it. And you, uh, and y you tell me what questions you think. Like some of the most questions. Okay. Here's the, my first was, my first prediction was, um, when is the wet hot sequel? Is there a wet hot sequel and when is it coming out? Yep. Well, yeah, along that lines, my friend Chantal Claret, awesome singer, Ram Morningwood, and uh, now has a great solo album, but she tweeted, how far along is the wet hot American ah. summer prequel? And it's a prequel, right? It is a, it is a prequel. Um, you know, the short answer and the honest answer is I don't know how far along it is, but I do know that uh, uh, Walter and David have been writing. I don't know how much they're both pretty busy. And then they have a, their own movie coming out that they wrote uh, – that they wrote immediately after Wet Hot that's coming out now that they just shot. Uh, so I don't know, but I but I think it's in treatment form. But you guys at Sketchfest this last year, did a, was the reading you did of the yes. prequel or was it of just no. Wet Hot American Summer? Well, we did a radio play of Wet Hot American Summer and then we did a reading of a script called They Came Together that uh, uh, Michael and David wrote. It was the first script they wrote after Wet Hot um, and, of course, wasn't produced at the time. We did that reading at San Fran and, and went over great and they just finished shooting that with Paul Rudd and, and Amy Poehler oh, wow. in New York uh, I think they wrapped maybe a month or so ago so that that movie aside from being amazing uh, I mean filled with amazing people is actually the first thing that they wrote after Wet Hot it's been rewritten certainly since then but the core the huh. core of the idea is there hmm. yeah. thank you Joe no, well, you, you know, <laughs> that's why I'm here you know Spread Here's some information. One that I don't. <laughs> Here's a question. Wait, what's okay? Uh, what's okay, another so question? Another one is um, uh, talk about or what's up with the prosthetic penis? Maybe the penis from Wanderlust. Yeah, um, there are a few uh, questions about that. Another, <laughs> I would uh, guess to be. Uh, well, let's talk about that prosthetic okay. first while sure. we're on the topic. Sure. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen Wanderlust, I highly suggest you uh, at this point now rent it. It was. An amazing, it's an, it's a fucking Fun great, movie. really fucking great movie. Very, very underrated movie. Um, and you play a nudist. Wayne the nudist. Nudist winemaker. Yep. Also slash writer. Slash writer. <laughs> I always have a, a pencil behind my ear because he's a writer. So you're nude in every scene of the movie. Every scene. There's a couple of scenes where I'm in a robe. But for the most oh, yeah, part, yeah. I'm I'm nude. <laughs> With a prosthetic, with a prosthetic, uh, a very generous prosthetic, uh, and um, you know, it it was very liberating to wear. It was like wearing uh, like a weird flesh bikini because you didn't really feel like you were naked. You know, a butt's a butt. What's an ass? You know, who cares? Yeah, and you know, it's like a a giant prosthetic. It's dick a giant too. prosthetic. So it's like, yeah, check it yeah. out. Yeah, uh, you know, it's amazing that I've noticed is whenever you see like prosthetic dicks in movies, like. Like in Boogie Nights, at the end of Boogie Nights, yeah. when he has his out in the movie with yours, they're always circumcised. Right. And I wonder if it's because 
just stereotypically when people draw dicks as a joke or whatever, they they draw like right. uncircumcised dicks. Right. Otherwise, it just looks like yeah, a like fucking... a hose or a nose or Alf's nose or something. Yeah, so I wonder if that's why they always make prosthetic dicks uncircumcised. Right, and, that's it, what... and it's healthier. <laughs> <laughs> but it does diminish the sensitivity. Uh, apparently, yes, it does. <laughs> apparently, I wouldn't know. I mean, now, you know, here's something about prosthetic uh, wieners. Uh, so there's the uh, foam, mm-hmm. which which is what I used, and then there's the more realistic silicon mm-hmm. uh, version that kind of moves and has a, a weight and a, a movement to it that is more realistic. <laughs> now the foam, because we weren't getting too close. <laughs> Uh, is what is what we used, but what's really gross and disgusting about it is that the foam wieners are really one, maybe two uh, uses, you know, because they, you know, they start to deteriorate. deteriorate a little. Now ours didn't, but like they're really hygienically, you just it's a biodegradable. It's it's a biodegradable wiener in case it falls <laughs> off during shooting. We lose it in the woods. A poor little deer won't choke on it. Um, so, uh, yeah, but, so I had this foam wiener, uh, for six weeks. Did they let you keep it? Who has the wiener? This is, this. Or they're like, we may need to use it again in another movie. Well, yes, and I think Universal, Universal owns the wiener, but I don't know if they have it or not. I don't know if they have it or the makeup guy. This is like, it's, uh, like like the Holy Grail. Yeah, this is like, where's the sled from uh, Citizen Kane? Yeah, I mean, from Citizen Kane, right. Oh shit! Yeah. Where's it's, Joe's dick? Could be, it could be next to some Cylon helmet in ah. Planet Hollywood or something, or next to Rocky's gloves. We don't know. That would be an amazing thing to have at a Planet Hollywood. Is just a fucking styrofoam cock right over a table for two in yeah. the corner, a little yeah. romantic table for two at Planet Hollywood. Um, that's fucking awesome. So, uh, so that's the that dick. Was fun. That was that was. By the way, I had auditioned for the same part. You did? Did you go in naked? The ag- No, you didn't go in. No, no. You didn't audition, did you? I, I was lucky enough to... <laughs> the the original choices had fallen out. Um, who's the original choice? Uh, I believe uh, Fred Armisen was, uh-huh. was up there. Um, they, they were going several... For a while, they were going older... Um, like fifty-year-old. That's what I was picturing when I read the script. Yeah, and then and I was too. Actually, I was very surprised. And then I think Fred was attached, who's amazing. And yeah. but I think he had a conflict with the with SNL. And yeah, it's so funny when when I read the script when I when I was asked to audition, um, I was reading the the part and I was picturing him as an older guy. In fact, I was picturing him as Stephen Tobolowski, who plays the yes. lawyer in uh, Groundhog Day. Who's you know needle nose yes. Ned. Yeah. Ned you know, Ryerson. You know who's our new Stephen Tobolowski? Uh, Brian Husky. Yes. Brian Husky is yeah. so much like Stephen Tobolowski. Yeah. Another funny, funny man. But that's who, while I was reading it, because I like to just picture somebody while I'm reading these things. Yeah. That's who I was picturing. And that's who I was like trying to channel as my delivery when I was, you know, reading it. And, uh, but I kept going, why, why isn't he doing this? Yeah. He would be perfect for this, but I didn't want to yeah. email David or anyone and say, Hey, you should look at Steven Novoloski. Cause I was, I was afraid they'd be like, Oh fuck, that's great. Yeah. We're just going to hire him. <laughs> so I go into my audition completely blue. Like I had the worst audition. Like I knew, like as soon as I started, I was like, I'm not going to get this. And I just kind of bailed halfway through. All right. And then as I'm walking out of the audition, Stephen Tobolowski walks oh, really? into the room, and I was like, "Oh, there's your guy." That's wow. Uh, well, like, That's they definitely wanted that look. Clearly, as uh, as I looked in the in the movie, they basically made you to look yeah. like a younger Stephen. Tobolowski. Uh, yeah, they they sent me a picture, and, uh, and I was like, "Great!" So yeah, it was that was definitely the kind of visual I think they had for Shawa. Um, yeah, that movie is so fucking funny. It was so much fun to, to do. And did you guys live we, in that area where you was, were shooting? Yeah, it was similar to Wet Hot in that we were like near a lake in the woods, like I can't. We were in oh, northern that's Georgia. Be so fucking fun. And you know, we kind of jumped from house to house in terms of having the the the, the party after we're done shooting and the hang and stuff. It was awesome. Did you have to worry about ticks being naked yes. out, outside? Ticks and poison ivy and all that. <laughs> and I, I got some poison ivy on my ankle. A little, little, just a little taste of it. Just a little taste. Yeah. Uh, but that was it. I was lucky. I got no tick bites. Oh, God, that movie is so good. Everyone should rent it. 
Hey, so how about that Joe Latruglio? We're only halfway done, you assholes. <laughs> uh, again, I'll uh, use this time to say go to iTunes and give us a review. Uh, rate us. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, it helps. Also, uh, we have a link on the page uh, to go straight to Amazon to buy stuff. And if you use that link, we get a kickback at no additional price to you. It helps us out greatly since everyone here is working for no money. And, uh, for example, you can go onto Amazon and buy any one of Joe's uh, movies that he's in. Uh, he's in Superbad, Wanderlust, The Ten, uh, Paul, and a whole load of other movies. And uh, if you buy them through our link on the page, uh, you will help us out greatly. So please do that, and I will love you forever. All right, now back to the show. All right, what's another question that you think Joe Latrulio would get? Uh, By the way, is it Latrulio or Truglio? Here's the deal on the name. Uh, it's both. The correct pronunciation is Latrulio, which I found, which I started using in my 20s. Uh, but uh, my family, most friends say Latrulio, and I, I think both. Because a lot of people, like Berbiglia Bur has a great bit about that. About like, it's not, I don't know if you heard this, it's uh -huh. really funny, but he has a bit about, you know, people who have names like myself not pronouncing the G. And it's like, come on, just, I, yeah. I don't know the bit, but it's funny, and, and I think about that every time I say Latrulio. So, like, with him, it would be Berbilia? Berbilia, if he didn't pronounce his G, yeah. <laughs> someone, so, speaking of Latrulio, someone, uh, the Mars Den Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, when is the state going to do something? Asked, no. Has anyone ever made a Joe Lo Falslia joke? Joe Lo Falslia? Latrue Lo Oh, false. man. No, you did. You First did. First one. First one. You did oh, it. Oh, he stumped Joe, Joe Latrulio. Yeah. <laughs> La <Falslio>. Um <laughs> Wait, so what were you going to say before that? Uh... <sighs> You know, my brain's starting Mine to go. Mine is, too. Like I'm, I, how old? Are you 42? I'm 41. 41? Yeah. I mean, you, coming here, you know, I've I parked noticed, down the street. I went to the wrong address. Right, I walked yeah. out. You're like, I'm downstairs. I'm downstairs. And I walked out. I'm like, he's not here. And I'm then, like, well, where are you? And then you're I like, call and you're out. In front of the right address, you dumbass. And I look down this, <laughs> you're way down the block waving at me. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I've noticed. Like, It just starts to When go. I got into my 40s, like, I am absent-minded like and it For scares sure. me sometimes me too me too like yeah. i'll lose like i lost my keys one day and i literally i looked everywhere that i because you know you have places where yeah, you put always, always put your there. keys when you come yep. home and i went through all of those places that i would have put them nothing i started going through pants that mm -hmm. i had worn that week nothing jackets couch cushions and i was like starting to sweat i was going what the fuck am i missing here yeah. what's going on yeah. and they were in the front door like overnight like oh, just my wow. keys hanging out of the front door now had you done that before that was kind of a first that was a that's first. where it starts and that scared the shit out of me soon you're gonna be you know peeing i the should closet. i should stop smoking pot but could be a combination but that would probably you know. help all right um, what's another question another question might be uh let's see um Let's see. Uh, oh, maybe you know, maybe something about role models. Like, like, did you ad lib a lot? In role models that 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 happened a lot. Did that, you ad lib a lot in role I models? Did, I did. I did ad lib a lot. You were a larper in role. models. I was a larper in role models, and um, I think it began uh, kind of all those riffs was like. Paul Rudd and I kind of making up like Shakespearean nonsense. Yeah. Shakespearean and like Greek god nonsense. Yeah. Uh between takes and then it bled over. That's another great movie that I think I think it's awesome that David Wayne and Ken, his writing partner, are making movies now that are mainstream movies that are like also really fucking funny. Not like yeah. a fucking mainstream comedy that's so fucking hacky. Like right. they really Soft. Yeah. have fucking nailed it with role models and wanderlust. And yeah, I I, I agreed. <clears throat> oh, we have a question from for Joe from uh, a Michael Ian Black. Oh boy, here we go. <sighs> question for Joe: Why are you such a fucking dick? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, a lot of it, a lot of it, yeah, a lot of it is environment. The people that I kind of started my life with, and um, yeah, the the horrible. Uh, well, it's t- nurture. It's nurture. It's a, it's a nurture. I was such a wonderful child and an angel, and then surrounded myself with 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 cynical sons of bitches. Yeah, monsters like Mike Black. Uh, I ran into Mike Black uh, at the airport um, the other day. And uh, I was coming. Yeah. I was coming out of a, a Burger King, and I was like, "I'm gonna have Burger King." I'm like, "Nah, this is the Burger King at the LAX." I'm like, "I'm not gonna do that." And I turn around, and Black is just staring at me, and we stare at each other without any emotion, <laughs> without any reaction, for a good five seconds, uh, and then and then hugged. I and wish, then went back into Burger King and had Burger King. Both of you? Yeah. I wish you would have stared at each other and then just walked <laughs> your separate ways without fucking talking. Well, we tried to do a bit. We tried to do a bit because I was kind of busting his balls because he was going to be in first class. I'm like, you got, why are you out here? He's like, oh, I'm doing a, I'm hosting G4, tackle the show. And I'm like, oh, so you got a nice seat. He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, do me a favor. I want, when I, because you're going to board before me, let's do the awkward, you're not going to be able to see this on the podcast, but the awkward where the guy in first class is reading and then just with his eyes kind of looks up at the person coming in, nothing, and then looks back down. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh, and then we tried to do that and made eye contact and just cracked up immediately. <laughs> we couldn't hold it. There's nothing like being flown for work first it's class. It's the best. Oh, it's, it's only happened best. for me once, but... Uh, and that was actually my first time flying first class, and one of my only times. And I was like, "Fuck, man, so good." I get it. I could fly all the time if it was first. Oh class. yeah, yeah, it's the best. Uh, but if you're a fucking dick like I am, you know. Here we go. Why uh, content horror? My friend Aiden writes, "Why in God's name did the state ever end?" Yeah, well, you know, what was it that was it just canceled by MTV? No, 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 no. That no, they can't. Uh, MTV offered us a, a number of, of more episodes. Really, and we. The short version is like we went to go take on SNL, failed. There was nothing else for us to do, and split up. That's 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 the kind of short. Oh, end wow. of it. Yeah, it was just like you know went to CBS, wanted to take on the the King, and then never really got that chance. And then uh. Like wrote a book and did an album and. Oh, yeah, you guys did an album. Yeah, we did an album down in uh, Compass Point, Bahamas, where ACDC and Bob Marley recorded. Why'd you record in the Bahamas? Just to go to the Bahamas? uh, Two-word answer. Why not? We could. Yeah, they said anywhere you want to go. Fuck, really? They said, let's go down there. And, uh, (laughs) yeah. And recording the album was around number 11 on the things that we eventually did. You know, ACDC recorded there. I think they recorded Back in Black there. Yeah. Holy shit! I mean, we could figure maybe look eh, at that. But, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, fuck I like it. it just, it's just we'll state it as fact, myth, yeah. even if it's not. Yeah. God, the media uh, nowadays. Did that album yeah. come out? No. Oh yes. Oh, no. Okay, let me backtrack. Yes, it did. You can download it now. Oh, you can. Yes, I think you can download it now. For the, but that's a recent, recent, thing. like, like within the past year. Yeah, it was just off not the shelf. available. Not available. It's available now. You can. What's it called? Down. It's called Comedy for Gracious Living. <laughs> um, and you know, like a lot of stuff, that it's sounds, hit and miss. It's hit and miss. No, I like things that. on there that are good. And I like that, that title. It sounds like. Like an album that would have been out in like the sixties or seventies, you know, like <laughs> that was it was yeah it was our lounge album, like a you know a, like a Bob Newhart heart album, like comedy yeah. for gracious living. Yeah, it sounds like one of those. I think the title might have been the best thing about it. Um, is it is there music on it? Uh, there's uh, there's a track. The only music on there's a couple songs. Uh, one uh, uh, called Illegal Rubbing, yeah. which was like a dance track. That's uh, <laughs> and then there's a there's a couple of other ones. illegal rubbing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, let's see what else we got. Uh, oh, Jake Fogelness. Hey, you know Jake. Jake. Oh, of course. He also writes uh, in regards to Michael Ian Black's question. <laughs> I would also like to know the answer to this. Thank you. <laughs> God, I, that, uh, maybe I should try to give a different answer this time. Um, because because uh, I can be. Because I can be. <laughs> Fuck you, Fogelness. You let's okay. Here's one from your girlfriend Beth Dover. <laughs> oh, everybody's at bethdover.com. Uh, come on, what? isn't Joe's girlfriend super awesome? Hey, wait a minute. Hey, I she, love. Yes, she is. She can't write that. She is awesome. Your girlfriend is. She's amazing. incredible. How long have you guys been together? Eight years now. 
Yeah, she's the it's best. It's a long like, time, I, Joe. It's a long time. I know what's next. I know what's coming. <laughs> what do you think? I won't I, ask I, it. I, it's on everybody's mind. On everyone's we talk mind. about it a lot. I know. That's what, you know, you. Beth and I think. Uh, th- uh, no, that's true. Uh, I'm just glad you guys people- can't get married for your friends. <laughs> and by the way, let me just say. I hope you guys never get married. I hope you do like, you know, a common law thing because I hate going to weddings. You know what? You know, I, I'm not a big fan of weddings either. It would be fine if you guys got married and it makes sense. Yeah. But elope. Elo- right. Or, or just or throw do it part- somewhere fun. Yeah. Don't do it on a long weekend so you fucking ruin right. everyone's <laughs> week. I hate what I've had friends that got married. And it's like, uh, you know, we're doing it Memorial Day weekend. We, it's like, like, fuck, oh, great. dude, just- I wanted to go out of town. <laughs> We would do it on a Wednesday in like August <laughs> in Burbank. In Burbank. <laughs> that would be our wedding. <laughs> well, hey, look, I, I never say never. It could happen. We talk yeah, about. We kind of we we check in. Like, um, feeling about it? I think you guys are an awesome couple. I'm time, just right? glad that uh, people are starting to see her now because I've known yeah. her for eight years. Uh, she's hilarious. You can see Beth quite often in, in yeah. Children's Hospital. Children's Hospital and uh, Burning Love. And, she, uh, oh my God, she's the crazy... If you... By, okay. If you haven't seen Burning Love or don't know what it is, go to... Yahoo.com. Yahoo.com. It was a web series and in my opinion, maybe one of the best web series ever. It's, I agree. I think it was probably also one of the most successful web series. Yeah. Um, produced by Red Hour, mm-hmm. um, with Ken Marino, written by him and Erica Marino. Yeah, I think Erica might have, or she written, may have yeah, written all she, of it. Yeah, right? I think so. And uh, it, it's, it's great. So it's, it's a Bachelor uh, parody. It's a parody of The Bachelor, and you've got a lot of talented ladies. Yeah, who do we got that. in there? Who, who can you we got, name? You got uh, you, you've got you've uh, got Abigail uh, Spencer, and you've got uh, Kristen Rousey, Bell. You've got Kristen Bell. You've got um, uh, Natasha Legero, who I just uh, oh my god, Natasha's great. Right, right. uh, oh my god, now I'm blanking, of course. Uh, and, Janet and, and, Varney, and, and, uh, June uh, June Raphael, Janet Russo, um, Varney's on, yeah. Uh, and oh, Beth Dover, who plays Dover. the fucking psychopath, yeah, who's so good in that. Yes, Carla and, Gallo, a lot of you know. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. That's right. Uh, Spoiler alert. Uh, um, Beth had one of my favorite appearances in Party Down as a porn star Cramsey. named Cramsey. Cramsey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Cramsey. That was the most fucking yeah. bummer character. <laughs> she was, her character is so depressed. It's awesome. Well, what's uh, your name? Cramsey. Cramsey. You know, because you, you know, cram, you cram oh, it in. fuck, man. That was so fucking funny. Um, and she'll be on the upcoming Newsreaders. Oh. Uh, uh, from the, from the makers of Children's Hospital. Oh, Adult Swim's yeah. doing great shit. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Um. Oh, uh, July Diaz asks favorite soup slash cheese soup and cheese soup and cheese. My favorite soup is uh, tomato soup. Mm, uh, really? Uh, yeah, I Ugh. love I love tomato soup. Um, Dustin and, does too. I know. And uh, and I often have it with grilled cheeses. And the cheese, uh, although the cheese, my favorite cheese is, uh, and this is going to be very cliche, Parmesan. Really? Yeah, I love Parmesan cheese. You know what's weird is I don't even think of Parmesan as a cheese. Like it's right. I love it. It's it makes everything better. It's great, but I don't think of it as like a cheese that you like just cut a slice off of and put on a cracker right. and eat. <laughs> right, right. For me, it's Gouda. I fucking love it. Oh yeah, really like I like strong Gouda. Gouda. Smoky. It's a smoky cheese. I also prefer Swiss on like my sandwiches and stuff. And burgers too. What about a bur- your burger yeah. cheese? Swiss. Swiss. Burger cheese, I'll go straight American. Tomato soup, I just can't get into. Can't get into too heavy. I don't hate hate it, but it's just a, it's red. <laughs> I think it's the color. It, it's a fucking red soup. Which well, you is like weird. a nice brown soup, like a French like onion, a lentil, a lentil. I prefer stew. Okay, a stew like a Mulligan stew is my favorite. A good stew. Yeah. Um. <laughs> here's one that I think we've already proven the answer to which is uh Why dave Chiaccio, i think i'm saying that right c-i-a-c-c-i-o asks which member of the state is the worst michael William black yeah i think i think we've established <laughs> i think we've established that by his previous question um oh sarah kramer 
asks, uh, why is Joe's face so pinchable? I just want to pinch those cheeks and feed him vegan uh, matzo ball soup. Oh, that's sweet. Look at that. Cause, uh, yeah, well, you know, I think it's the, the Irish round puffy face. It's the, it's the alcoholism. My face is puffy. Uh, it's, you have a baby face though. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, Sarah's a very, uh, well-known vegan, uh, she has a lot of vegan cookbooks. She's very, oh yeah. Yeah. She's really awesome. Well then I've, I've become more vegan. I'm not vegan, but, uh, Beth is uh, a vegetarian. So I've, I have more, we have more vegan dishes. Beth is, oh yeah. She's or a, pes- a pescatarian, I should say. She does eat fish. So what do you guys do like around the house when you we, want fucking ribs or something? I gotta go, I gotta friggin' go to like friggin' like the rib palace to get them. <laughs> is there a place called the rib palace? I wish. <laughs> See that? You perked up. I wish. You was. really like That's woke great, me up. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is there a place called the rib palace? Wouldn't that be great? Let's start one. I would be, we would be eating there right after this. Hell yes. We, uh, we, we order out a lot. Someone named Apple, and this is a very, this is... Is it Gwyneth Paltrow's child? Maybe. Asks, why are you so awesome? Oh, why... This totally goes against Michael Ian Black and Jake Fogelness. I'll tell you what, Apple, I have a question for you. Why are you so awesome? Mm. And I think that's, and and I know why, because you just are. Your name is Apple. That already is awesome. Takes balls. Thank you. I want to talk about your art. Yeah. All right. Why don't we talk about that? You n- probably never get to talk about no. that. No. Uh, Joe, you, you still have your website? I have my website. With your drawings With my it? drawings, but my recent, uh, uh, my it's my name, JoeLegilio.com, and they're on there. Uh, but recently, my art projects have been doing little painted mini movie posters. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and it's just something that I... Uh, you paint them or you draw colored I, pencil? No, I paint them. I use acrylic. Acrylic on canvas. Oh. I usually... I'm a big fan of Edward Gorey. I have a tattoo of Gashley Crumb. You do? So I do, Where? Yeah, on my pelvis. Oh, okay. I don't yeah, want to see it. <laughs> Wait, and, did they cover that up for Wanderlust? Yeah. That was why That was why Wanderlust... Uh, uh, it took... It was a good, you know, two and a half to three hours to be a nudist. Because of the prosthetic and also prosthetic cover the um, cover the tattoo, they had to shave my hairline. They had to add oh, more yeah, hair, right. and then they had to do body painting, like to make sure my tan, being a nudist, was all even. So it was. It took me longer to uh, be a nudist than it did to be a transsexual woman in, in this independent movie that I did. I have a big tattoo on my arm, and I did, did one scene in Sarah's show where I'm at a massage parlor where I shit myself. I oh think, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. full release means yes. shitting myself, and so. She's like, you want full release? I'm like, I guess. And so I just shit myself. But uh, it's like the only time you see, you know. Did they cover that up? No. And they, yeah, they, they had did. to cover up my what? tattoo because there was another episode where I get pissed at Brian for getting a tattoo. <laughs> so we've that set, could've, but that could have been an interesting little like you know, uh, yeah, uh, complication. I'm a yeah, like they would have added to the. No, but it character. took fucking forever. And also, if you watch that episode, you can completely see it. It doesn't, <laughs> like the makeup doesn't matter because I'm freckled all over. So there's this patch of like no freckles that looks just like mud on my arm. <laughs> I uh, I love that. But yeah, back to your, your oh, the art. Yeah, so I, I started doing these little uh, movie posters because... Um, you know, Beth bought me these little four by four inch canvases. I said, "Why not?" So I started doing horror and sci fi stuff. Yeah, that's my that's my favorite genre. I've seen a bunch of them. The and then your Jaws, you did the poster for Jaws, which is awesome. Yeah, Jaws and the I got to put those. They're still on Instagram now. I think I have like Breaking Away and Mash on Instagram and uh, Mash. Yeah, well, a lot of them I I give mash, away. That's well, a lot so of them random. I give away as as, as, as gifts. Yes, yeah, so I give ma- Mash to. Uh, I'm trying to find you on. Keep talking. I'm going to find you on inst- Instagram. I love Lizzie Kaplan. She's the best. Do you know Lizzie Kaplan was my first, and to this date only on screen, uh, Kiss. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was, oh, was that on uh, Ch- Children's Hospital? Children's Hospital, which awesome. is just. They could rename you, you, people kissing. <laughs> <laughs> that in Wayne days, they could. But that was terrifying because I was basically called to fill in for someone who got sick last uh-huh. Like I was at lunch and John Stern called me and was like, right. can you be here in 20 minutes? And I was like, <laughs> you need to kiss Lizzie yeah. Kaplan. Well, they didn't say why. They didn't <laughs> right. say the part. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And so I drove over to the valley and I was in makeup and I still didn't know what the scene was what i was doing right. and they handed me the script and i'm reading it and it's like 
you know, Megan Mullally's character comes in and catches, you know, me making out with her daughter. And I'm like, what? What? I'm like, okay, who's the daughter? And they're like, Lizzie Kaplan. And I was like, oh. You're like, thank God. I'm like, amazing. And then, then I started getting really nervous because I'd never kissed anyone on camera before. Right. And so I was like trembling nervous. I was like. Oh man, this and then and, and, and I'm super, and, she's super cool and super down, cool. And I, and and I already it, yeah. knew her a little bit, so right. I mean it wasn't that bad, but it right. was also like I kept feeling the need to apologize. <laughs> like I'm sorry, you have to do this. It was more like I get to do this, and yeah. you have to do this. <laughs> and then the and. And we didn't practice it because it, that is weird. And so it was like, you know, when they were lighting it and blocking it and rehearsing it, we would do that fake kissing. Like, right, right. Right, right. you know, that funny fake kissing. Right. And then and then the very first take, she like just grabbed me. Right. And uh-huh. it, it was awesome. She grabbed me and kissed me. And just instinctually, without thinking, I fucking put my tongue in her mouth. Like, <laughs> like, just I was not thinking like it was just instinct. <laughs> And then, like, half a second later, I was like, oh, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so... <laughs> That's awesome. And all the other takes, I, I managed to keep it professional, but I was so fucking embarrassed. Speaking of Michael and Black, for one of our... <laughs> <laughs> speaking... Well, I, I I had one of those brain farts, which is, speaking of kissing with tongue, Michael and Black and I, for a state sketch, uh, uh, there was, at some point, we had to kiss, and I... Not accidentally, just shot my tongue oh. into his mouth, and it freaked him out as well. It should yeah. have, uh, and that re- that story reminded me of it. Yeah, so that was that, and it was. Um, but Lizzie is is fucking awesome, and uh, she's super cool. I hope a movie that we did years ago will eventually come out called Queens of Country. Yeah. Is that the one with Matt Walsh? Yeah, Matt Walsh. And you play a, a I play a transvestite, a, tra- a transsexual, transsexual. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really weird and quirky and awesome movie, and maybe someday it'll come out. I would love to see that. I remember you telling me about it just before you were going to shoot it, and it sounded awesome. Uh, another kissing uh, story. You want to hear it? Yeah. Okay, so What Hot American Summer, people may know this, the diehards, uh, 80 Miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, his first scene was the kissing scene with uh, Marissa, Ryan's character. Oh, Abby, yeah, yeah, on the and, bed. On the bed, and that was the first time either of them had met. And it might have been one of the first things they shot. Holy shit. For the whole movie. So, and I imagine I mean, that's probably AD's first on-screen kiss, too. Yes. Yes. And, but but that was that was a, you know, the serious make-out scene. 80 Miles, who you also know from Dog Bites Man, and uh, he's head writer at Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon, Fallon which is Fantastic, fucking awesome for awesome him. Awesome show. Uh, he, I knew him for years before I realized his name means also a measure of distance, 80 Miles. What? Wait, what? Shut up. You know that. A-D. Yeah. The letter A, letter D, and then Miles. Right. Whatever that A-D stands for. But I was calling him on the phone one day, and I'm like, hey, 80 Miles, it's Steve Ag. Uh, 80 Miles? I'm like, do do you know your name is like 80 Miles, like 80 Miles? I'm leaving him this message like I'm high as shit going, dude, your name is also a distance. Is it, I, I, well, he also pronounced it Miles. No, he does not. No, he does not. But people also just refer to him as Miles. Yes. It's very confusing. He has so many different names. You know, we also did a web series long ago called Horrible People. Oh, that's a great one. That's, that's a, a fun, great one. That's a good one, Kristen too. Shaw's in that. Yeah. And yeah. Mather Zickle. Fuck, man. You guys all work together, and it's awesome. We we should, you and I should do a podcast at some point. We're doing one right now. Ah, <laughs> see what happened there? Wait, where was I going before? Uh, we were talking about art and then kissing and then... Oh, yeah, yeah. You did Jaws. Jaws. Oh, because you said you were you gave paintings away. I like gave to, paintings away. Uh, yeah, for a buddy of mine, uh, like the Breaking Away, I gave that. Yeah, you know, it's Breaking fun. Away, man, you do some random ass. Well, yeah, but that was that was their request. They're like, oh. "What's your favorite?" That's you know, what's one of your favorite movie? And then I paint the. Was this for Peter Lavolsi? This was for Peter Lavolsi. I knew Breaking yeah. Away would yeah. be his favorite movie. Um, and these are on your website. Photos yeah, of these. Uh, no, the uh, the. The the posters are on the Instagram or some of them. I need to- and Instagram is Joe Latrulio. Yeah, yeah, that's open. Um, you got to get on Twitter, man. No, I'm a. I'm I've been a, bugging you about this. You for have years. For years. I know. 
And I'm like, ah, there'll be something else. I mean, there was MySpace, and there was Facebook. I would have figured else. you would be on Twitter before Ken Marino, but Ken Marino's on Twitter. Bobby Cannavale. All these people that, yeah. I, that never... You know, I I just I'll be like, oh, I need to think of something clever too much. I just get in my head. It's a great way to you know publicize shows and stuff, though. That's true, but I never. Oh, I see. Yeah, just shows in general, not just go see the opening of my show this week movie. Right. Right. (sighs) I love how like you get you really kind of get exasperated about it. You do well. At least you you're not impossible to get a hold of. Like Janine Garofalo, who has no computer, no Nothing. nothing. She's off the grid. You're sweating so hard right now. Well, I can see the sweat running down your well, neck. I was gonna. Mention, I am too. Like your eyelids are sweating. I know, but I sweat so much. Like it's, <laughs> I was going to mention something because I was going to say that because it, it's an issue now. Even when I work, when I'm shooting, I have to go to the makeup and be like, "All right, um, uh, ladies, uh, just so you know, I'm like Niagara Falls, and I will just sweat." Like there's a couple of movies where like it, yeah. they just can't. They can't. Handle that must have been great on Wanderlust then, when you're like. Cool breezes oh, all over your best. body, yes. up your butt crack. And everything. Butt crack. I was getting butt crack breeze. The uh, butt crack breeze. I got. I have the DVD. The DVD. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I have the DVD of Wanderlust, and the 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 making of featurette is amazing because everyone is like behind the scene is handling your <laughs> yeah. fucking prosthetic like Johnson. Dick. And not really thinking that your real dick is inside of that. That's right. It's only it's a mere millimeters away. So they're basically gr- grabbing yeah. it. It would be like sticking your dick in a sock and then having yeah. people just play with the sock. That's right. It's well, like, the it's not in the foam thing. It's it's pressed up against oh. it. It's not in the shaft and head of the penis. What would you do when you have to take a piss? I'd have to like, well, I didn't drink a lot of water, but oh, when I good. did have to go, I just <laughs> I just kind of like got my wiener out the side of it. Oh, like, Jesus. Pulled Christ. it out and then just, you know, pu- pushed the prosthetic to the side and, you know. Ugh. Did you, sh- did you like shave downstairs for that? Uh, a little bit, but not not a lot. They just put it right on, right on, you know, the real, the, the makeup pubes. people like having to. Oh, it was just me and this guy, Toby Sells. It was a uh, great, great dude. We got to know him. <laughs> That shit's amazing. People yeah. really need to check out that movie. <laughs> you alone are amazing. The whole cast is great, but so many. Alan good. Alda for crying out loud. Yeah, Alan Alda, oh. fucking a legend. Justin Theroux is so good in that too. Yeah, he's one of those guys that I'm jealous of to the point that I fucking hate him. <laughs> like I don't hate him, hate him, but yeah. I'm like, and I know you're a lot like, of God damn it. Why are you so? Talented? A lot of my friends, like my guy friends, are just like. Fuck that dude, man. Because he's like a really great actor. He's a fucking great writer. Unbelievable writer, yeah. Iron Man. Yep. He's a, like a, a yeah. good fucking writer yeah. and actor. And he's fucking good looking as shit. <laughs> he's going out with Jennifer Aniston. Yep. Yep. Oh, fuck right? that guy, he's man. He's very like, you know, if you don't know him, you'll be like, yeah, you'd be. Chicks like love him. him. Chicks are like, oh, oh, I love him. I do, too. It's one of those guy crush kind things. Of, yeah, it's a total man crush. And he's in the ten. He's really funny in the. You're in the ten as well. He looks very much like his character from yeah, the ten. Long in hair, long hair, and the beard. He's basically Jesus. He in the is ten. Jesus. Yeah. Um, that scene where he walks on water was shot so well. It looks, <laughs> he does. It's like holy shit. He's walking yeah. on water. He does like a little kind of like hurry step in the middle of that. that yeah, gets me every time. Like <laughs> the kind of like I'm taking too much time. Oh, hold on. Like when like you're crossing the street when it says don't walk and you have to kind of just. Do a quick little pep step to get to the other I side. I like your story in there with Liev Schreiber, Schreiber oh, yeah. where you're trying to outdo cat, each other with cat, cat scan machines. This Just buying shitloads of cat scan machines. Classic absurdism. That's another. Fuck. You guys got to watch all of those movies. You guys, all you guys out there and girls, you have a lot of work to do. You got a lot of homework to do, kids. Um, I think we're good. I think we've uh, we've gone about an hour and... Steve, we're my dear t- friend Steve, thank you for having me. We're going to turn on the air conditioner and make things a little bit better. Clean up in here. the pool of sweat that I have. I'm going to tweet this photo of Joe gagging, gagging as a, a tease for <laughs> the next uh, installment of my podcast. Um, 
But uh, yeah, do you have anything you want to promote? Anything coming up? No, I, uh, Wreck It Ralph. I'm doing a voice in Wreck It Ralph. Oh fuck! A lot of people are working on that. And next uh, year is an independent movie called Claire's Cambodia, which is going to be really fun. Who who's in that? Who directed uh, that? Um, Stacy Sherman uh, directed it, and um, uh, Shannon Woodward is in it, and Ray Wise and Mary Kay Place. Oh, I and love Ray Wise. Nick Foon has a part in oh, it, awesome. and, and Natasha Legero has a little part in it. And, Good, good look group. At you. Good for you. Good group. Um, Tim Sharp, really funny guy. All right. Well, we'll look for that. <laughs> I'll really, see you. You were just like, all right, enough. Like, we got it. Enough. And no, absolutely <laughs> not true. And uh, let's fucking work. To, we'll get a campaign going to get Joe on Twitter. All right, let's make it happen. Your girlfriend's on there. You got to at I least know. sign up for Twitter so you can spy on her. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and uh, that's it. I'm sure I'll see you around the karaoke room. Yeah, you will. Nine tight, baby. And uh, thanks for doing this, Joe. Thanks for having. Thanks for listening. entertainment designed just for you then check out customizable streaming tv from xfinity it makes your life simple easy awesome xfinity gives you customizable streaming tv options enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your tv with x1 go to xfinity.com call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more restrictions apply 